Yeah, I'm gonna keep my watch on. No shortcuts. No shortcuts. I wake up stretched, say a prayer, coffee and then some fresh air. Time to get it poppin'. I got a fresh 24. Hopefully I'm blessed with plenty more. Meanwhile, I'm thankful for the fire on the inside burning. I keep earning as the world keeps turning. The thing about life is you never stop learning. Hoping everybody Maxwell learning. You make a plan, then you stick to it. Even in tough times, get through it. So get to it. And make sure your family's straight. We going worldwide, you understanding me, mate? Providing a platform where like minds can meet. Closed mouths don't get fed, want everybody to eat. On Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Tuesdays at noon, let's all get rich. No shortcuts. shortcuts. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the No Shortcuts show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do as that very last line in that introductory song said. Tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend about the No Shortcut Show. Cause guess what? We are on right now, live. Our usual time, usual channel. We gotta let a little bit of that run. Famous, Get famous you love that with for the brunch. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Get you a gin and juice. He liked that one for the front people. You know what it's I'm 12 saying? o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Come on in, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. While you're getting situated, uh, drop us a comment. Say hi. Don't be bashful. Come on in. Drop us a comment. Say hello. Let us Yo. know where you're watching from. Uh, we understand it's the lunch hour. We always like to know what you guys are uh, dining on as well, what you're yeah. sipping on. You know, because <laughs> we'll probably be doing the same thing after we get done here. It's a beautiful day. It looks yes, like. Sir. Spring is upon us earlier than anticipated. I, uh, I've i seen in the last week, I've seen lizards. I've seen wow. bumblebees. <laughs> I've seen anthills. Wow. And I, uh, what else? Have I, and and uh, today, pollen. Yeah, the pollen is here. <laughs> the pollen is here, the pollen man. Is the here. pollen I've is here. It. So I guess it's looking, it's looking very... Uh, it's looking very bad this year for those got, who are anticipating got every, snow. Everything but the groundhog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's about to come day. out. Yeah, he he's should come, to come on out, out too. It's warm as if. Yeah. What's up, you Matthew know? Hardison's in the house. Miss Francis Hardison's in, in the come house. In, Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Yeah. And feel Juan free to drop- Velasquez, Cruz Planner. What's happening? What's up, Juan? What's happening? Multitasking here. Lunch yeah. show schoolwork hey man do and it closing too. out and he's got closing out clients yeah, yeah. Is working. and he's eating yeah. meatloaf leftovers for lunch uh, you can't <laughs> beat that you let the flavors marinate overnight <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying they let them yeah. marry a little more all of the yeah. seasoning you know hey, awesome. you top it off with a little ketchup there oh don't do it don't do it, don't do it yeah yeah hey but speaking of ketchup right i'm gonna segue oh man this guy <laughs> this guy's a rapper <laughs> <laughs> yeah man but i was gonna just ask you how your how your weekend went this weekend was week. good man weekend was good uh we did a um we did a bridal show on saturday at sugar creek brewing and okay. uh the group that was putting on the show it was their first one so it was a little bit more low-key mcgee and um there was still a, a good bunch of um good bunch of uh potential wedding clients in this uh at this show i made i think i had eight or nine leads come from it so i've already started working them and um getting them into the into the system and i think there was like two or three that i feel really good about that they're almost definitely going to book so if i get two or three weddings out of a small show like that i'm good i'm straight yeah, and that's that what it's it, about, too. Networking. I think last week DJ Miliano says your network equals your net <laughs> yeah. network. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So then then yesterday that- yesterday we did a um the second part of the senior night for the uh the the 
Girls Basketball Academy. I did their uh, their final game of their senior night last night, so that was pretty cool, man. Okay. What about you? What you have going on this weekend? Uh, man, besides my uh, my church duties on Sunday at Mount Dewell, uh, we did a, a Tony, Tony, Tony tribute in yeah. Shay's Lounge. Uh, at Shay's Lounge, I should say. In Shay's Lounge, and we definitely went outside. But uh, (laughs) uh, down in Columbia, South Carolina, this past Saturday, man, shout out to Brandon Stevens. Shout out to Rod McCoy, who those two artists and musicians were uh, were featured, you know, on the uh, on the show. And shout out to uh, my guy on drums, Mike Myers. And shout out to Jerry B. Washington for uh, for all of them holding it down, man. It was a great time. It was sold out. So that's something to always be proud of as uh, as a performer. Yeah, you know, absolutely. so so and and salute and shout out to Shay Alexander down in Columbia, South mm-hmm. Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, she does live entertainment. If I'm not mistaken, Thursday through Sunday, you can mm-hmm. go to her website online or her Facebook page, Shay's Lounge. That's C H C H A Y Z. If you're in that area or gonna be in that area, you like live music, you want to dress up a little bit, get a bite to eat. You know, yeah. that's the spot. I've been there. I've been. I think I told you last week. I went to Shay's Lounge a couple years ago. Brandon was there, um, and I did, and it was a sold out that night too. That's a nice spot, Mm -hmm. nice little spot in Columbia. And a lot of the shows are sold out. Even this coming week, she was already sold out. And I think Mm -hmm. another participant who was in the audience has a show coming up there, and she's already sold out. So they're doing they're doing a a nice thing, you know, uh, there with as far as live music and the atmosphere and people really because you know everybody wants to come out you know dress up a little bit every once in a while you know yeah. and order some order some upscale food and have you know live entertainment you sit at your tables and yeah just sit and enjoy you know we had them up dancing though on the uh last set when we we closed out with the tony 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 feels good oh okay that's nice mm-hmm. that's that's my era right there man yes, hey sir. uh for everyone that's watching we're glad you're here glad you're we here welcome glad. If you're here for the first time and you don't know what we're talking about, this guy right here, my co-host, is a uh, North Carolina Music Hall of Fame musician, member of uh, Chairman of the Board, the music director of Chairman of the Board, the legendary Chairman of the Board. Ah, look at him. (laughs) And a uh, member of the South Carolina Music Hall of Fame with his band Mellow Groove. And he's a podcast host host of this show and the that's my story podcast and uh he's a musician and he's a rapper and he's a producer he actually created the theme song for this for this fine show yeah my man jerry midas hardison what's happening i'm just i'm just the artist (laughs) at heart yeah you know what i'm saying and you've been able to do it to where you don't have to have a job man that's good just and that's it. why we're Just here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why we're here to inspire yeah. others who have yeah. similar passions and, Absolutely. and uh, gifts to be yeah. able to do the same thing, you know. So after that warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time here and you don't know who this distinguished gentleman is to oh, the man. to the left hand side of your screen, ladies and gentlemen, he does many things. He wears <laughs> many hats. None of them are on his head at this moment. Nope. But I he's He's an event coordinator. He's an entertainment consultant. He's a digital media strategist. He is the executive producer as well as the co-host of this very platform that you're currently watching, which goes by the name of the No Shortcut Show with Midas and Fame. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, most last importantly, capacity, most importantly <laughs> in the last capacity, obviously not the least capacity you may find the men, as I always say, he's your favorite DJ's favorite DJ, man, ladies and gentlemen, this guy, man. at home, put some applause in the chat. You can make some noise on your lunch hour while you're in your cubicle. <laughs> you know we don't we don't mind. Make some noise, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Travis Bizel, aka Thank you, thank you, man. I gotta get your cash app so I can see you something. <laughs> Shout out to my, Josh. You got, my, you got my Venmo. <laughs> yeah, I got your Venmo. Josh Walker's joining us. What up, Josh? DJ Sticks is here. Gosh, yeah, he up? says uh, he has a friend that performs at Cha- at Shay's Lounge as well, mm. so that's good. Small world, Oh, brother. Terrence Young, guitar player. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know Terrence Young. I did a show. We were on the same show last year near Columbia. I can't remember mm. the name of the uh, spot, but we, it was an outdoor event, man, okay. and it was uh, yeah, it was nice. It was nice, cool. like a big 
big backyard barbecue. People drove down with their campers and were there for the whole weekend. And we played on a yeah. on a Saturday. Shout out to Terrence Young. Shout man. out to Terrence Young. Tell folks about this show, man. What is the No Shortcuts show? Ladies and gentlemen, if you have no idea why you're here today or you don't <laughs> have any idea what it is that we do here, this is a platform. Hey, Mom, I love you. Uh, this is a platform that was the brainchild of DJ Famous and myself. Um, you know, just do, coming out of uh, lockdown and different things like that, and we wanted to start a platform where you know, uh, us being entrepreneurs and uh, working for ourselves, we wanted to start a platform where we could um, share some of our experiences as well as share some jewels with others who may be in similar situations that we are. You may not even be in that situation, you just may be on the cusp of beginning. You know, you, you may just need a little boost, a little nudge in the right direction, a little motivation, a little inspiration. And so we decided to uh, start this platform, ladies and gentlemen. And, and initially it was DJ Famous and I for the first few episodes. And then we started having on uh, guests. And, you know, these guests are people that we know who do different things, a variety of things. But, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what it is that you do, everybody has a story, right? And with that story, um, no matter what your, your field of expertise may be, uh, sharing your, your journey um, may be, no, not maybe. It is helpful. It's helpful to other people because, you know, you telling our guests telling us they went through certain things yeah. um, helps us avoid certain things. Right. You know, and not only that, you know, them sharing their story could also provide that little inspiration that, or that little bit of extra motivation. You need to make a decision to go for whatever it is that you may be talented at for whatever it is you may be gifted at. Yeah. You know, so we started a community here because at the end of the day. You know, what good is being an entrepreneur if we don't circulate any business amongst us? So we started, <laughs> right? You know, so we started this, we started our No Shortcuts community. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't joined our No Shortcuts community on mm -hmm. Facebook, please be sure to do so. We're in the process of sending out invites and everything right now. We got 180 members over the last uh, two, three weeks that we started it. But nonetheless, yeah. so within this group, you know, say we have... Uh, I guess today, you know, he's going to he's going to talk to you guys, tell you his story. Um, he's going to tell you where you can contact him and, and if you need his services. But in this community, we can circulate <laughs> business amongst each other. You may yeah. be looking for a DJ, you yeah, know, you got I know so famous right here. We got DJ Sticks. We got DJ Miliano and so many other details. So as I said last week, if you need a DJ for a function, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and you bomb. It's nobody's fault. It's nobody's <laughs> fault but your own. And we definitely yeah. have given DJs you, in our community. We've given you, know, you a so, lot of DJs. We've given you a lot of musicians. We've given you a bunch of drummers as well. But yeah, also photographers we have on the show. Yeah, yeah. My brother um, has the online show. My sister has the yeah. touch of faith with the home decor. Yeah, and absolutely. ladies and gentlemen, real quick, if you're in the comments, if you want to go ahead and drop your, your business links, do that. Do yeah. that. We Yeah, please. That's why we're here. So... So Josh, you know, Juan, you guys are here. Matt, you're here. Mom, Faith, you guys are here. Um, if you want to, feel free to do that. Yeah, That's, what stuff in there. That's what we're here for. You Let know. me tell you about this guest we have here, man. Let's do it. This guy is what is what we call the uh, the serial entrepreneur, right? Hey, there we go. <laughs> this guy, he decided a long time ago he wasn't working for nobody anymore <laughs> and said, yeah. uh, I just got to have my own hours, get my own schedules. And he was really... Um, you know, when things when when business and everybody started migrating and doing business on Facebook, he was actually one of the first to start doing Facebook ads from the very beginning of Facebook ads. So we definitely wanted to have him on to talk about that as well. Talk about the differences and how Internet marketing is is going now versus when he first started doing it. And uh, okay. I'm telling you, if I can use this song without getting muted by YouTube, his theme song would be <laughs> Every Day I'm it. Hustling. Uh, just just Every it. Day I'm Hustling <laughs> by, <laughs> by Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah, you can interpolate <laughs> it, but I don't want to get <laughs> muted. But uh, let's welcome in our guest, Mr. Matt Stefanik in the house. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? First time seeing the show. I'm uh, pretty impressed. Love it. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank man. you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. It is a a pleasure and an honor to have you come on and you know uh, share, spend a little bit of time with us and our audience. And 
uh, share your story, your journey with us today. We appreciate you. Yeah. So we like to get started, Matt, with uh, we give, give our, uh, our guests some time to talk about their background a little bit so our audience can get to know you. So tell us a little bit about where you're from and, uh, and what, what it was like for you growing up, brothers and sisters, things like that. Yeah, so from Canton, Ohio, the Football Hall of Fame town, uh, for those of you that don't know, birthplace right. of uh, American football, which is the <laughs> only reason the, the Hall of Fame is there, because otherwise, if you've ever been, it's pretty uh, uh, unspectacular. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else there but the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, so, area. typical blue-collar steel town. Um, um, Grew up, kind of been an entrepreneur, like one of the born entrepreneurs. I feel like there's two different types. There's people that kind of had that, you know, hustler mentality, um, you know, want to succeed at whatever they do in life. You know, they have motivation uh, to do something to better their lives. And then there's people that kind of were born with this spark in them. And, and I feel like I'm in that latter category where I've been doing business my whole life, like even as a kid. Uh, mowing lawns. Uh, so up in Ohio, it's mowing lawns in the summer, shoveling driveways door to door in the winter, uh, mm. selling candy out of my locker everywhere in between. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. So always hustling, had a paper route, you know, uh, yeah. collecting baseball, and football cards and uh, stuff like that. Just always thinking about, you know, business. When my parents used to ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would say a millionaire. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know where I got these notions, but it's kind of like in my blood. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, watched my dad go through a lot of different stuff. He was a, a golf pro. Um, he gave lessons. He was a rock and roll star when I was a kid. He was a race car driver, did some <laughs> modeling. I mean, he was like a true renaissance man. So I always grew yeah. up idolizing him and kind of uh, learning from him and watching him deal with people was uh, great. But, yeah, I mean, I've just been in business literally my whole life. So even as a kid, you know, um, did a lot of shady stuff growing up in the hood would, you know, just misdirected entrepreneurial spirit. Um, uh -huh. as you can imagine, I won't go into too many details, but you know, you know, that's where that, that passion comes <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've had that on here. Yeah. So, you know, probably in about the same time period as y'all, you know, in the nineties, when I feel like when you're a teenager, that's really your most impressionable year. So for mm -hmm. me, it was the nineties. So, you know, all through the 90s, completely influenced by everything 90s culture. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I feel like it was a great, great time period to, to be alive, great time period to kind of uh, plant my entrepreneurial roots before the Internet. So I feel like we're a lucky group of people um, that grew up without the Internet. So we get to see both sides of this yeah. uh, current business state that we find ourselves in. Yeah, I wanted to go back real quick because you said uh, you started like uh, cutting lawns and shoveling snow as a kid, like. Do you, do you recall maybe specifically how old you, you were at that time when you started and, and what may have been the, the inspiration? Like, were you trying to get a video game or like some shoes or sneakers? Do you, do you recall any of that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, my mom would let me mow our lawn with the push mower and she'd mm. give me five bucks, you know, five bucks to a, a kid probably in you know elementary oh, school, man. nine years old. Uh, and I'm like, you know, you, as an entrepreneur, you just do the math. You look around like, wait a second, if I can get five dollars for my lawn, I wonder how much I get for my neighbor's lawn. Yeah. So you know, you're pushing that lawnmower door to door and, and showing up with a gas can and a weed eater, uh, just kind of wanting to make money because with money you buy anything. You get candy. You can go to the store. You go to the skatery. You know, for me, I always bought football cards because I feel like I'm investing this money. And I'll get the Beckett, right? The the football. Yeah, guy. what do you know about Beckett? Yeah, you got the book and then you look at you look find your specific card, see how much it's worth, right? Take it yeah. to school and, and trading with your friends and doing our man, Absolutely. that was huge for a minute. That was huge for a minute. Now you spoke oh, about everything. and you spoke about your, your mom and dad uh being involved in different things. You got any brothers and sisters? Yeah, one older brother and one younger brother. So I'm right in the middle. And uh, there was at one point, um, my older brother was in law school. I used to tell people, uh, I have one brother in law school and one brother incarcerated. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, my older brother was always more level-headed. He got straight A's all through school, uh, you know, went to college. He's a lawyer now. Uh, my younger brother's been in and out of prison, starting with group homes from a very young age. You know, like I said, we grew up in the 
in a time period, but you got away with everything. Well, mm-hmm. him not so much. You know, he got caught quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I find myself that, you know, all through my life, I've kind of been somewhere in the middle, right? right. And I think that's kind of that entrepreneurial spirit where you, you you look at things in a different way, like criminals, they find ways to like take shortcuts, right? Mm-hmm. They find yeah, a yeah. Find way to get There's to the no money. Shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, 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 but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, you got to do it obviously in a legal way. I mean, an entrepreneur is just looking yeah. at the world in a different frame and saying, you know what, I think we could do something different and find a way to get paid doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So you did everything from mowing lawns to shoveling snow and and, and, and what else did you say you were doing as a kid? We're going to catch back up where you left off. Yeah, I had a free pe- a free press paper route. So they paper would just drop. That was what I feel like was my first business. And I was fourth, fifth grade, so 10, maybe 10 years old. Uh, I don't know how I was able to sign up for this, but I did. Yeah. And okay. it was only available to one person at a time. So they would just wow. come drop the, the two stacks off on my front porch, the paper, wow. uh, the inserts, and then the bags. Well, I hated stuffing those papers. You had to yeah. like, take that paper, put the other one in there, fold it up, put it in a plastic bag, and then load up your sack, right? right? My favorite part was putting that sack on my bike, riding through the neighborhood, and just like, bang! <laughs> how, how, early, how early did you have to get up to, to start your route? Usually it's very early, right? Saturday is really early, like 6 o'clock in the morning. Ooh. But we would have, that. I've like hired my first employee at that age. I hired a kid to, to stuff the papers for me because I hated doing that part. And then <laughs> we would just deliver him. So we had these doors, you know, like these aluminum storm doors uh-huh. up in Ohio. So when you hit the door, it would just like bang. And that's like winning, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that game Nintendo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah, that's awesome, man. All right. So and so and as you and as you began to um you know, as you got older, what, what kind of other things did you find yourself getting into? I considering you had such a entrepreneurial spirit at a at an early age. Yeah. So I uh, moved out of Ohio because, you know, wherever you grow up, you gotta get the hell out of there, you know, right? At some point <laughs> it's like I gotta get out of this place. Uh, so I moved to Florida and uh, got a job for a minute. I was 20. Um, and, and then, you know, it w- what's pretty interesting, though, is I had this job. It's the longest job I ever had because I never stayed at any place. I hated working uh, mm-hmm. for, for anybody else. And they offered me a position like after a year. And I'm 21 years old at this point. I've been there for a year. And okay. they say they're going to give me a branch in another city, a truck, a, a, a per diem, a phone and all this stuff. And I'm like, nah, man, they're like, what? <laughs> like you don't have a college degree you 21 years old we've never offered this to anybody else and i'm just like ah it's a trap man it's the trap i ain't doing it <laughs> yeah. you know, i just was like i don't know how i had the presence of mind to say no because really it's an incredible offer at that time right uh, ability good. and money and a truck and all this good stuff and i just knew that wasn't my life and had i taken that path i who knows where i'd be today obviously i wouldn't have met my wife and had the kids i have now uh, but that was a very pivotal point for me. And what I did was instead was um, I said, you know what? I still got a little bit of athleticism left in me at 21. I'm going to go play ball. So I went to USF to play basketball. Okay. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I actually, uh, had a 20, uh, a 42 inch vertical at that time. I'm, you know, 5'11. I used to dunk out of the gym, which was awesome. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just like another dream. You know, you get a vision for your life and a vision for your business and you yeah. go after it to it if it doesn't work out so be it but you got to go for it right yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. gotta got go little, for it so matt mcclung going on there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before the internet, unfortunately i mean the internet was around so we're talking early 2000s but nobody mm-hmm. had smartphones nobody could just right. record you and you know post awesome videos that might life would have been different for me had we had that stuff back yeah. then yeah uh, Maybe yeah no i didn't have any of that transferred to a couple schools and then um dropped out because you know i met my wife my current wife and it's like 2002 and i'm just like what am i going to do now i got to give up on this dream it's not working out for me i'm trying to walk on with three different schools and nobody was giving me the time of day because i was a street baller i didn't grow up yeah. playing basketball organized uh, yeah. yeah exactly so i'm just you know gritty and, and a scorer and i don't know anything about basketball organized ball so right. it just didn't work out Another pivotal point was at that point, Amy and I moved to Sarasota. She got a job and I'm just laying there in the pool one day. We just moved into this place. We can't afford, we don't have jobs wow. nothing. 
Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to do with my life now? Right. Okay. And I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll get out those Carlton Sheets books that I bought off the, off uh, uh, the infomercial and get into real estate. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been self-employed ever since. That's 22 years ago, 21 wow. years ago. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. I mean, it so, was like, you know, a success story from there. I mean, it's been a course. lot of downs as any entrepreneurial knows. Oh, uh, yes. 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 So it seems like a, the pivotal point was after you, you, of course, you wanted to chase your dream uh, of, of playing ball, but it, did, it didn't work out. And you you it was almost like you were were pushed into that direction to, you know, uh, to go ahead and, and do something where you could be in charge, but also, you know, uh, be compensated for yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's tough being a born entrepreneur because you always see the angle on something and you picture yourself being big and famous and making money. You just don't know how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem, right? Because you had so many good ideas. You're like, what? which one do I pursue? I mean, I've had so many things come and go and you just kind of, you know, I used to get so mad that you later see it come to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had an idea for a social media site before it even existed. So nobody knew how to make it. Nobody even knew what the hell I was talking about. It was 2003. It's like, then you see Facebook come along and you're like, man, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Hey, MySpace. Yeah, MySpace, exactly. Yeah. MySpace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If only you just kind of give those up. It, yeah. it, you know, I feel like these ideas are in the atmosphere. They're in the consciousness, the collective yeah. consciousness, because we're all connected uh, by this common thread that if it lands on you, you have the opportunity to do something with it. But if you choose not to, you need to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it float on down that stream to the next guy and see if it, you know, if he can bring it to life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's all we're all part of it. We're all connected. It's going to come to fruition one way, shape, or form. That's why it landed on you. Yeah, so yeah. I learned to kind of just let go and stop being so mad about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, figure out which what your path is and what resonates with you, and mm-hmm. and just correct course along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good. That's some good advice right there. And we're going to talk about your. Uh, your worldly advice, the 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 architect, you know, the Not lifestyle the architect, architect right? you know. But um, yeah. I wanted to touch a bit on the, uh, you know, I know a lot of what you do entails sales and marketing, and we're going to talk about the, the the internet, the social media marketing and stuff like that. Did you have any tr- marketing schooling, or is it all just learned on the fly? All on the fly. Um, so let's see, 2011, I think 2010, 2011, um, you know, I, I started flipping houses. And as you know, what happened with the real estate market, uh, everything crashed. And I was in South Florida, so Tampa, Sarasota area. We got hit real hard. I went from doing well. I mean, I'm in my early 20s. I'm flipping houses. I'm having mm-hmm. some success. I've been doing it for five years. And, you know, suddenly I went from making six figures to nothing. Like everything dried up. Nobody was buying houses. Nobody could get loans. Investors weren't buying and holding. I mean, insurance companies were going bankrupt to Florida. So we literally lost it all. That was the first time we lost everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's those pivotal points uh, again in your in your life that you look back on that that really make you who you are in in present day Uh, is losing it all. I mean, it's it's obviously way easier uh, to make your first, you know, good bit of money, your first million, whatever you want to call it, then to try to do it again. Because after mm-hmm. you suffer that blow, you make all this money, you're doing really well, you think this is going to be your path, you lose it. Trying to pick yourself up and 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 fight on and and do, dream a new dream, that's yeah. hard. That's yeah. really hard, especially the older you get. Because when you're young, you're naive. You don't know what you don't know. Right. You're just like, I don't right. care. Let's very play. true. Then you get older, you got kids, and you're like, well, shit, you got, you know, family telling you, you need to man up and get a job. And I'm like, hello, do you know me? Get a job. (laughs) Some people are just wired differently, you know? I know. And it's their own fears, you know, and I get that. Not everybody's wired this way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I look at my brother, and he's got a great job. He's He's a partner at a law firm. And I look at his life, and I'm like, man, I don't know how you do it. And he looks at my life and he's like, man, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. What, a, what a boring world it would be if we all did the, did the same things and, and saw everything the same way. You know, that's yeah. what makes each of us unique in our, in our own right. Yeah. 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 So to answer your question about the marketing background, after I kind of lost it all, 
the real estate market, it was, I was shit. I didn't know what to do now. It's like, I'm looking at the stock market. I'm looking at uh, internet marketing and I'm like, stock market scary as hell. I did some paper trading. Uh, was like, that's dangerous. I don't have the bankroll for that or, or the temperament to, to, to try to deal with that. So I got oh. into internet marketing and I signed up for like, um, kind of like an MLM type, type company. And that's really where I developed all the skills that, mm. that I kind of built upon from, from then that was 2011. So, okay. you know, how to drive traffic online, building a blog, um, mm. social media, all mm. this stuff was so new. And I just had, I had no money. And we, we did not, you know, Amy had a job, she was working a job, it was enough to just barely pay the bills. And I'm over here trying to figure it out while raising kids. Yeah. Uh, and so I had to figure everything out. I'm over here rocking my son with my foot while I'm on the internet, like pulling my hair out, like, wow. why won't this fucking work? Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that, that's just, I could imagine that's a, uh, a stressful, a stressful yeah. time, you know, where you got the, the wife out working, you got, a little one, you know, when you're trying to manage to take care of him while being at home, trying to figure out your uh, your occupational situation for yourself. That's a, mm -hmm. that's a lot to deal with mentally, you know. Yeah, it's a lot to deal yeah. with. But it looks like you. But of course, you got over that hump. Yeah, I mean, out of necessity, because you just gotta mm -hmm. have the unrelenting desire to to just not accept defeat, right? To always continue to keep moving forward, keep plugging away. And, you know, if, if you're absolutely certain of your outcome, everything in between doesn't matter as long as you don't give up. Mm -hmm. Right. It's right. going to happen one way, shape or form. Uh, eventually, you just can't quit. And that's right. the difference between people I've seen come and go in this business and many of the different businesses I've been involved with. They just give up. They're like, you know mm -hmm. what? This is too scary. I can't deal with it. I'm going to go get a job. Hey, OK, to each his own. But that's never right. going to be me. Mm -hmm. And I've always had this attitude kind of going back to the first time that we lost everything and we yeah. sold everything. I mean, we had nothing. We lost it all. We lost three houses, the foreclosure simultaneously, including on our own personal residence. Um, my car got repoed. Amy had a car through Mary Kay. So she, we had that little bit to, to pick up and move on, but we sold everything. And the lowest point for me was, you know, selling my son's crib. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's like, you know, like I had a good attitude about it at the time. I'm like, I'm like laughing and joking. Amy's like, I don't get it. We're losing everything. How can you be so positive? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Not even this is going to stop me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Something look. like that is very, very sentimental. I would, you know, definitely. I think we all have, have kids. So we understand the sentimental uh, value of like yeah. wanting to hold on to maybe something a little longer than maybe than what you, ended up having to get rid of it, the rate that you had to get rid of, it, you know? Yeah, everything. Helping another man put my son's crib in the back of his truck was like mm. definitely a serious low, low point for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we yeah. saw everything, had to pick up and move on. And it's like, you got to dream a new dream. You got to figure yeah. it out. You have yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. And yeah. that's just, you know, that's what, that's what makes it so good though. It's like, you don't mm. understand, babe. We got a story now. Yeah, we got a story. yeah absolutely. Yeah, and I'll be yeah. able to tell the story on stage, and that's exactly what I did in five different countries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, having a, a story helps someone else, you know. Pop, a... Hey, famous, if you don't mind, pop up uh, Josh's comment real fast, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I, that was a perfect segue because I wanted to get you to talk about some of the places you've been and what you've done since then. But uh, sounds like the kids really helped as motivation to continue after losing it all. That's amazing. That's what Josh yeah. says. Yeah. Yeah, so you had that motivation because you wanted to make sure your wife was good, your kids was good. We're going to get out of this provider, thing. Provider, yeah. protector. That's yeah. the man's Absolutely. role. Right? As a man, as a father, I mean, as a husband, it's your yeah. responsibility to protect your herd, you know, to protect mm -hmm. your tribe. And, you know, this definite motivation. That's why I have a lot of respect for entrepreneurs, but particularly entrepreneurial uh, parents, you know, mothers yeah. and fathers out there trying to build a family at the same time. That's not easy. I mean, it's not easy at all, no matter what career choice you're in. That's right. But, you know, right. during those times of uncertainty, that's the toughest, you know, like you have no idea how you're going to put food on the table, but mm -hmm. you figure yeah. it out. Yeah, wow. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's a great story, man. And then you came out of it. You came out yeah. of it, you know, it. you know, successfully. And then it just you were able to use what you learned in your story to just go full blast off so tell me where you've been and, and what you've been how you've been able to do that 
Yeah, so like I said, I got into internet marketing. Thankfully, Amy got a good job and she was making enough money for us to get stable. And we kind of just, you know, plugged away, you know, repaired our credit because we had shit for credit, of course, we ruined it all. Um, I started learning, you know, blogging. Um, and then I got into affiliate marketing. This was really the shift away from the MLM that I stubbornly stuck to, which is an interesting thing because you know, as an entrepreneur, the idea is like never give up. But sometimes that's the best thing you can do on yeah. something that just isn't working. Yeah. Like listen to the universe telling you door after door after door is closing. There's only so many times you can just keep beating it down. Um, right. Maybe it's trying to get you to correct course and go a different route. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you're quitting. Doesn't mean that you're giving up completely. You're just changing gears or changing direction. And mm -hmm. so that's what I did. I got into affiliate marketing and I discovered that, you know, Facebook ads coupled with affiliate marketing was like, Oh shit, I can make money at this. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started promoting other people's products, uh, getting involved with product launches where it would be an affiliate launch and, you know, the affiliates would make money on, on the, the sales that they referred, but also there'd be a contest. So I started landing on these leaderboards and winning some of these things, getting top 10 and winning all this money. I'm like, okay. And you know, you look at that, that kind of scenario, the, the ecosystem involved there, you got the seller, you got the affiliate and you got traffic. Well, I started learning all these things and thinking, why don't I just build the course? Like I can learn some of these things, create a course. And so that kind of led me into that. And I became the seller. I became the guy doing the launch. And then I had multiple six figure launches from there. Uh, mm -hmm. Several JBZoo product of the days. Um, people started to know my name. I went to events and um, that's really where it took off. Going to physical events was everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's where you make the connections. It's great meeting yeah. people online, being in a groups and being in stuff like this. It's awesome. Uh, it's really getting your face out there, you know, right. and meeting people and sharing these kind of stories and drinking until two o'clock in the morning. That you know, is where those bonds are solidified. So that's really where it's off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Nothing like face to face. You know, like I agree with what you said. Uh, you, you know, online communication is great, but if you could go be in an atmosphere. Um, where you can be in front of people and everybody that's there is a there on uh, a business type of mindset. You can't you can't beat that. Yeah, yeah and it's just like the uh, affiliate marketing thing where I'm looking at the guys on stage and I'm like, I could be up there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why not? <laughs> and yeah. you know, you start to go out to these events and you meet the people and you meet the people putting them on and you start to become known. You know, like, hey, you want to speak at my event? And that's yeah. uh, another kind of critical moment because, you know, like a lot of people, I had a fear of speaking on stage, uh, you know, public speaking. It used to just like, you know, I'm just a ghetto ass kid in the hood. You know, what the hell do I know? Uh, <laughs> you know that going to get us uh, YouTube trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know the rules. I never have. So it's not everybody right. over there on YouTube. It's all right. right. Hey, he doesn't mean it. Nah, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't know about the profanity. We just try to be clear. But go ahead. No, man. it's good. It's all good. Right, all right, y'all keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's all good. Yeah. Go ahead. Proceed though. You said you were. Uh, you, you were terrified of public. public oh, yeah. But I knew it, it was going to take that to get to the next level. You know, going to events and knowing everybody, and that's great. To get to that real next level, uh, it was to speak on stage. And I knew it was going to come. So one day, my business partner who lived in Tokyo, uh, he was an expat uh, from Colorado, but he had lived in Tokyo for like 15 years, 20 years. Uh, it was great because he worked, you know, the other side of the world. So we were always working together on stuff. He calls me up one day on Skype like he did every morning. And he said, dude, look, we're going to do a, an event out here in Tokyo. And, and I understand. I know how you feel about speaking. But um, it's in December and this is in uh, July or June, June or July. And he's like, uh, but we want you to come out and speak. And I understand if you don't want to, and that's fine. It's a big commitment, but we'd love to have you out and uh, you, you can speak. And I was like, damn. I was like, oh, come on, man. I was like, all right, you know what? Let's do it. I got six months to get myself right. <laughs> yeah. I'll get into the books, I'll hire a coach, I'll do whatever it uh -oh. takes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to figure it out. So I said yes, right? Yeah. And sometimes saying yes to those things that that, mm -hmm. that cause you the most amount of fears all the universe needs to go okay here's some more of that uh so the very next day this was a uh tuesday the very next day um my my one of my mentors matt basak uh calls me up he said hey do you got a product on facebook marketing i said yeah he's like is it high ticket i'm like it could be 
He's like, can you sell it from stage? I'm like, I never have. He's like, we'll figure it out. But you got one, right? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I have an event coming up in six weeks. And I want you to speak at it. It's in Atlanta at the Sugarloaf Country Club. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yes, I already <laughs> said yes. So the, yeah. like, the universe has set me up to, for success. Like, you know, get yeah. me more of that. The very next day, I'm not even joking. I'm talking to my boy, Ross Carroll. And I said, you're not going to believe this. You know, I told him about Tokyo. I told him about Atlanta. And he goes, well, it just so happens that I'm having an event in, in Vegas. We just had an <laughs> and if you want to speak at it, you can come warm up. It'll be a smaller group, you know, less than 100 people. But you can come cut your teeth here in Vegas. And I'm like, what is yeah. happening yeah. right now? Yeah. Right? <laughs> calling. And I, of course, I had to say yes. You know, we like to be congruent. So I, I said yes. So in mm-hmm. three days, I got my first three speaking gigs not by putting it out there and trying to seek these things out, but, but wow. the opportunity to land it in my lap. And I said, yes. Wow. Mm. That's amazing. That's I had to get my mind right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, now, you and know, I'm, I'm freaking out. Yeah. And I'm sure you're being, you're being paid to do that as well as uh, the proceeds that may come from you marketing your products at these events as well. Yeah, the first one wasn't paid. The second one was selling, uh, and the third okay. one was our group. So you know, ah. it was just more from you know my my uh, status uh, to speak in ah. Tokyo too. So yeah, that's okay. but it's a big deal. But it's still an opportunity to get up in front of people and still you know present your products and things. Absolutely, you you okay. You, okay. you join a group, an elite group of people. That there's people at every event. You have a thousand attendees. You have ten speakers. So you're joining a very elite class of marketers. So it's really just elevating your status just by yeah. the very nature of speaking on stage. Awesome. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Everything was lining up, you know, I guess. <laughs> you know, you know how I look at it? Like you spent so much time uh, and this just hit me, but you spent so much time putting effort in looking and doing things and doing this and doing that. The, the energy came back. The boomerang, it came it came back to you. You didn't, and so I, I feel like you put so much. Yeah, you put so much time into searching and doing this and doing that that it was just at that specific time, as you say, like the universe. You know, uh, uh, I, I, for lack of a better term, re- rewarded you for your for yeah. your time. You know what I mean? And and almost picked and chose the path for you to go down. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it also has a lot to do with manifestation. So. As an entrepreneur, you have to dream that big dream and you have to get a very clear vision of where this all leads. Right. Yeah. And work backwards from there, because by doing that, I believe that all things are possible in the field of infinite potentiality. Right. Mm-hmm. All outcomes are possible. So when, when you ever have that feeling like, man, I'm right where I need to be. Well, of course you are, because this was just one outcome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so at the same time, if you can believe that, then it makes more sense why we still have control. Because if you think, well, if I'm right where I'm supposed to be, then I, I didn't make any mistakes. Like this is, uh, you know, it was all kind of scripted for me, but that's not true. Mm-hmm. All things are possible, right? Every single outcome is possible. By, but by putting that, that vision and that energy into a particular outcome that you want to see happen, you bring it closer to you. You create the oh, pathway right. in the universe and in your own mind to actually yeah. achieve it. So that's, yeah. I believe, how those speaking gigs came to be is that I manifested it uh, by just believing that that was going to be an outcome eventually anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, wow. man. Yeah, and, whatever um, you want, you shall have. You shall. You shall. <laughs> just, say, just say yes. Just say yes. That's all we have yeah. to do. Just say yes to yes. something. Yeah. And I will say that, that one thing that I've learned from that over my course of my 20-plus year entrepreneur career is those things that make you nervous, that give you the greatest amount of fear, the best way to overcome that is run into the mouth of the beast. <laughs> yeah, lean into it. Yes, yeah. because on the other side, you know, you'll find it wasn't so scary after all, right? Yeah. Just run into the mouth of the beast. If you can take yeah. on this this mindset, if you're nervous about going to events, you're nervous about getting on camera, standing on stage, run yeah. towards that thing, and you will yeah. you will conquer it immediately. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Just run into that thing. Um, I wanted to get you, Matt, to talk a little bit about the Facebook ads again, because a lot of our members, entrepreneurs, we're doing ads online, whether it be Juan with the cruise planners or Touch of Faith. Everyone's doing online advertisers right now. So we would love to hear, you know, a little bit of what Facebook ads look like, you know, 15 years ago for you 
versus what you see now in in the uh, in that space, and uh, yep. a little tips on on how it could be better if possible. Yeah, so people today have it way easier than we did because Facebook has collected so much data on all of uh, us right. that you, you really don't need to do anything, <laughs> right? So let me just start with a tip for if you have a local business, uh, don't even target, right? You might think, well, I want to target people that like this mm -hmm. or like that. Don't. Don't do any targeting. Just, mm -hmm. just do basically uh, for my business now, it's where I live plus 35 miles, no mm -hmm. targeting. Yeah. Let Facebook figure it out. And they yeah. do a fantastic job of doing that. Mm -hmm. um, so you got to give it a little bit of time to kind of build up that data and and let it learn that, you know, all ads when you first publish them, they go into this learning phase, right? So they see mm -hmm. like if we put it in front of these types of people, you know, who's going to respond to this type of messaging, then it gets better over time. But when we first started out, there wasn't even cross uh, targeting. You couldn't even cross segment one group with this group. Mm -hmm. So it was like you either had to target somebody that liked Tony Robbins or somebody that liked, you know, Success Magazine, right? right. You had to pick up one thing. And then mm -hmm. the software came out. It was called Cross Interests or some Cross Audience Interest. It was this tool before Facebook had the, the ability to do that that would allow you to cross segment. And that was a total game changer. We're talking 2013, maybe 12, 13. Okay. Uh, so like 10 years ago. Um, and you really had to get granular and, and drill down into the targeting to pinpoint the exact people that you wanted uh, to, to target. And thanks to all of us that spent all that kind of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars on Facebook ad, we built up all this data for y'all to run ads now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate your time and services. <laughs> yeah. So don't overthink it. I mean, it's, it's really not that difficult uh, yeah. these days. I mean, the platform yeah. itself, Facebook ads is an absolute mess when you get in there. It's like, yeah. it can be so overwhelming, but it's mm -hmm. really quite simple. Pick your area uh, and maybe your age group. And then, you know, it's all about the ad itself, the headline, mm -hmm. the text, you know, video, obviously, if you can do video or an image mm -hmm. uh, and then the link. So it's all about mm -hmm. your message. Okay. So uh, what I'm hearing is so we can really now start to skip the whole people that like this or people that have interacted with this page or that group or stuff like that. It's really just about location and maybe age as an indicator, but not all the other extra stuff. Well, it, it really depends because it's hard to say from a broad perspective, mm -hmm. you know, how that's going to apply to each individual business. But if you have a right. local business, mm -hmm. the best thing you can do is just say, I want to target Atlanta plus 35 miles or Charlotte plus 35 miles or whatever right. you think. Um, okay. you know, and you'll see the circle kind of expand to show you what areas that includes and, and what services that you provide. And then basically your headline, like for you, Travis, it might say, you know, uh, wedding DJ or something like that. Mm -hmm. So anybody that's obviously sees that, that, that isn't involved in any weddings, isn't going to respond to that. So it doesn't make any sense to them. But Facebook already has all this data where somebody already announced they're getting engaged. They already <laughs> said that they're in a relationship, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You don't really need yeah. to do much. Facebook's like, I got you, dog. I know where to put this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that, that's really all you need to do for a local business. So e-commerce yeah. is a little different because you're, right. you're marketing to all over the country or all over the world. Right, right. That's amazing. Yeah, we do have some e-commerce uh, in here also with Matt. Matt Hardison does e-commerce yeah, yeah. and um, and Faith as well. So, yeah, that's mm -hmm. good, man. That's good stuff. And another thing I wanted to um, talk about with you, Matt, is just, you know, as you were coming up, being an entrepreneur from, from cutting grass back in the day when you were, you know, really young. Mm -hmm. I know this about you already, but you your family a family of entrepreneurs. Your wife is an entrepreneur as well. Your oldest daughter is an entrepreneur. Is that something that, you know, you, and did they just come about it naturally or from your example, or is that something you were really teaching your kids that you want them to be working for themselves too? hundred percent with, with Amy, you know, pe people that have ambition could end up being entrepreneurs. Right. Because that ambition is going to come out, whether they're a realtor or they're working in a sales job, they want to get to a managerial position. That's ambition. It's the yeah. same thing as an entrepreneurial spirit. So Amy's always had ambition. And that's probably why God put us together, because, you know, he knew I couldn't be with no scrub. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, I mean, growing up, you know, raising our kids in an entrepreneur household from the day they were born, that's all that they've known. So they've got to see it, but we've got to have, you know, so many teachable moments. They've got to see, um, you know, us struggle and thrive and everything in between. And, you know, it's, it's those kind of things where you take those opportunities to, to instill these, these lessons in your kids. So, yeah, when, when they're talking about, you know, what do you want to do with your life? How would you like it to go? And you want to be able to travel. Well, you're not going to do that when you're working at, you know, uh, Chick-fil-A, right? Like you got to figure out how, what that life vision looks like and work backwards from there and design your life and architect the life that you want based on the outcome you'd like to see. Mm -hmm. So, you know, teaching the kids that, you know, doing things is better than having things. There was a time when we stopped buying them Christmas presents. We're like, look, what did you get for Christmas last year? And they're like, Mm -hmm. don't even Uh, know. Let me think. I forget. I'm like, of course you do. What'd you get? To, and they'll maybe come up with one or two things. Well, where is it now? It's probably in the trash, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, giving them like Walmart Christmas and stuff, all this useless crap just to give them presents. Right. But yeah. so we started teaching them like, let's go on a vacation instead. Let's take a trip. Let's go skiing. I'd rather drop five, 10 grand than spend $300. that's going to be in a trash can in a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll never forget those experiences. So right, when they yeah. see that, like they get away from this consumer mindset where, you know, I don't want to just go to, to a job just to get a paycheck, to buy stuff I don't need, just so I can rinse and repeat and be miserable, mm-hmm. right? I want to create a lifestyle that I get to do whatever I want. And so th- there's only a handful of ways to do that. You've got to get some domain expertise and some career capital to be able to do that, whether you're in a business or, you know, an entrepreneur or working for another company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. So, and if, um, as we're, we're getting towards the end of our hour here, and if I know a lot of what you do now is um, creating, you know, creating that, the, those sales funnels and things like that for, for, for products for others. If someone wanted to um, utilize your services, yeah, I would how can we do that? What does that look like? Um, well, currently, I'm not for hire, unfortunately. <laughs> ah, <okay. laughs> I used to do consulting and build sales yeah. funnels and build webinars. Because uh, mm-hmm. that was one of the things that's made me a, a, an actual ton of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but, you know, uh, hit me up. Just, you know, I'm always loving to help out entrepreneurs. I love yeah. entrepreneurs are my people. You know, they get me. When I started going to events, I realized, like, I am home. These are my people. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. where have you been all my life? I'm wow. dealing with yeah. these people. I need to get a job, right? Mm-hmm. And I need to be a man, uh, take care of your family. And all mm-hmm. my people were here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't do any of that anymore. So I just right. kind of have a local business that I'm mm-hmm. doing. Um, and it's just something I had to do to get off the internet. It's like right before this, <laughs> before the, the scandemic happened, um, mm-hmm. I had a Shopify apps company so we made uh, apps for the shopify e-commerce platform so mm-hmm. anybody that's in e-commerce probably understands what that is yeah um, that's a great business to be in so it's just constantly changing we had to shut that down we sold off one of the apps and then i just had to do something else so right now i'm just kind of in between things we're working on an app i just mm-hmm. got off a call with my dev team this morning we're at a whole new direction so i'm pretty excited about it but there's Nothing I could do for anybody else other than give you some advice, maybe. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, how may they contact you through the like, free games? IG, or, or you said you're not on Facebook very much. Not on Facebook, not on Instagram. So oh, this okay. is completely selfless. I don't need anything uh, from anybody. You know, I'm happy to give, and been doing this for so long that you know, I'm happy that I'm in a position to still be able to give some some feedback and some advice. Yeah, okay. absolutely, man. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate you give me a phone number out then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MySpace. You can find me on MySpace. He's right <laughs> under. He's right under Tom on MySpace. Yes, I'm the yeah, second yeah, last person there. Matter of fact, he in the picture with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom's my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great, man. But you definitely dropped enough jewels. Um, you know, if for anybody who may be having a, uh, a question yeah. about how to approach their ad, you know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. feel they would need to contact you. Uh, yeah, directly. that was good. Yeah, and being that you're not taking any, any, any uh, new business at the moment, <laughs> but yeah, you definitely, you definitely dropped enough jewels where if anybody had a, a question about how to approach their ads, I think mm-hmm. they, you, you nudged them in the right direction. So 
today. Well, yeah. now that I know that you guys got the group, you know, maybe it's time oh, yeah, to get yeah, back yeah. to Facebook and start contributing. Yeah, come on so, the group, man. Yeah. Feel free to tag yeah, me the in water, there. You know, happy the to come and contribute. great over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is great? Yeah, we'll do that. And uh, just a comment from Josh Walker says, I got to I gotta go, but thanks for sharing uh, your story. Dude. This was the weekly push I needed. That was uh, yeah, Josh Walker. Absolutely. Yeah, so my wife does that, Matt. She, my wife hadn't been on Facebook for years, and she just recently got back on there, but just for one specific Facebook group. That's the only thing she's on there for. So if yeah. you get on and join our group, and that's the only uh, notifications you'll get is if somebody, if somebody <laughs> we're, we're at okay you in the group. <laughs> All right, okay sounds good. I can manage that. Yeah. yeah, bad. Yeah, bad. That was great. We, and we appreciate everybody out there in the comments. I think yeah. we still have 10 people on. Shout out to everybody live, yeah. on Facebook. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on Twitch. You know who's hanging yeah. out with us today, man. And this, this episode's is gonna live on Facebook for a while, so just like you normally do, just keep sharing it. If you yeah, you know someone name. else that you know that needs to hear this, put a comment with their name on it, tag them on it, so they can keep watching this episode as it replays throughout the week as well. But we de definitely appreciate Matt for joining in with us. This was great, yeah, man. Yeah. Any closing words, Matt? Anything you want to leave us with? Something you learned along the way that you wish you knew ahead of time? Um, I would say that the number one thing, probably three things that you need to do to get anywhere in life, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or not. Uh, number one, take full responsibility for your life. Mm -hmm. um, you'll never get anywhere being a victim uh, mm -hmm. to to figure out how to control the thoughts that you have right the way that you talk to yourself is everything and um three is do the things right it's all about the work every single day put in the work do the things that you know you need to do to get to where you want to be and give it time okay Mm. That's the best advice I can give Absolutely. anybody in life. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm going to yeah, give you some yeah. applause for that one. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to add on, be, be excited about the work, right? Yeah. Sometimes we, we don't get excited about the work, but be excited yeah. about the work because you know what that work is going to potentially translate into later. Yeah, absolutely. We always say, if you if you love it, tell your face you love it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you walk around looking mean all the time. Oh, yo, yo yeah, yeah. Let your face show it. Yeah, Let your yeah. face know that you yeah, like what yeah. you're doing. Be happy. Be happy on the inside. Don't be like some yeah. of these people, man, where you try to get a little service and you you greet it with a frown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a, and a, and a wrinkled up face and lip. You know yeah. what I mean? We, <laughs> yeah, man, this has been great, man. This is um, great, man. Yeah, this you got any closing words, famous? Nah, man, that was it for me. This was the lunchtime hour. Shout out to everybody that was listening. Matt, stay on with us. Don't leave yet. Uh, yeah. As we close this thing out, uh, shout out to uh, Juju Lee Events, FMG Event yeah. Company, all the usual people. I, I, if, if I forgot you, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Shout out real quick to uh, to Mellow Groove, the chairman of the board, um, as well as let's see what else we got. The the Our Power, that my mom right there. Y'all go check out the Our Power. Y'all want some some good biblical speaking, man, and, and some you know inspirational, motivational mm -hmm. talk. Check out the Our Power community. Shout out to Smooth Sales, uh, A Touch of Faith. Um, did I say Praise and Faith yet? Yep. Shout out. That's my dad's business. Shout out to our uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire family. I'm thinking about trying to have Birdine and Shelly on pretty soon, too. And shout out to our nice. Honeycomb family over there, man. We appreciate all of you guys. Much yeah. love. Much love. And I'm off all week this week, Famous, unless you got something for me. Nah, I'm off this week, too. So we'll just be chillaxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We pick up next weekend. But all ladies right. and gentlemen, in the meantime, we're going to run this back. Big, big thank you one more time to Matt Stefanik for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. We're going to run this back next Tuesday, same time, same channel. In the meantime, y'all have a great rest of the week. Peace, God bless y'all. We're out of here. Enjoy the rest of your day. No shortcuts, so. You heard.